I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The way I like it is the way it is, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair. It's the big one tomorrow night, because today is Friday night of June. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Vidushin Hattaraja. Yes, everybody, it's Friday once again, and we've all got the feeling, haven't we, Andy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the stuff. Jim's got a new shirt on. I do. Yeah, <laughs> that's how Friday it is. Look at you, you big Tom Selleck lookalike. <laughs> Tom Selleck? <laughs> He's literally shaved as well. Surely you can't look like Tom Selleck with no moustache. No, but the shirt is that kind of vibe. I like Did he wear it. a short sleeve shirt in Hawaii 5 he... I mean, I presume so. Yeah, probably it, a Hawaiian one. This makes it sound like I'm wearing a loud... Like Hawaiian shirt. It's just it's it's one colour. Tom Selleck, a nice man. Why have you put that to Andy as <laughs> yeah. if he'll have some sort of inside yeah, information I don't know. on that? Go on, Andy. What did you? Andy's get? of a certain age. You can't really <laughs> friends with Tom Selleck. Uh, <laughs> he's on. He was on everything, wasn't he? And then he was nowhere. Mm. He did Friends for a little bit. Uh-huh. Suspicious. He was quite. He was quite old when he was doing Friends. Though. Oh right, really? Yeah. My goodness. Oh, he's not dead, is he? I made this mistake with Cesare Maldini. Yeah, you did. Can we just check that he's not... Oh, for crying out loud. Just... Tom Selleck. How, don't... how have we spent this long on Tom Selleck? He's 78 and exactly. he's still going. Of course he is. Jim, don't wear that shirt again because it'll. it's your fault this has happened. Sure. <laughs> right, everybody. He's got two kids. I love that. Producer Finn's just simply put in the running order, he's alive. <laughs> As if Finn's just found him. Do you know what I mean? No, no, call off the search. <laughs> he's here. He was drunken behind the sofa. Yeah. He just he, he just shaved his tash off. That's why none of us yeah. knew it was him. But and he wore been, a long sleeve shirt. He's been sighted. He was, he was, <laughs> he's been everywhere, but we just didn't know. Right, enough of this old bollocks, everybody. Let's get down to what we're really here for. The Champions League final. Manchester City 
They've made it there again against international, as we should call the man. <laughs> should we? <laughs> well, that'd be the English take on internationale. Yeah, would there, it not? There, there we go. Yeah. Let's, there let's, we go. Let's, let's let people elsewhere call them Arsenal, London, and Bayern, Monaco, and all the rest of it. Have at it. Bayern, Monaco. Bayern, Monaco. Love that one. <laughs> That's just a tie, Andy. That's just a fixture. Yeah, Bayern yeah. Monaco. Um, you get That's what you think, isn't it? You get particularly upset when people call them Inter Milan. Do you get more upset at Inter Milan or the one that really grabs oh, you? Oh, it's got to be sporting. I, yeah. I knew it. That it's grabs you by the scrotum. Sporting Lisbon. You hate that. It grabs that. me by the scrotum. I thought so. <laughs> sporting Club of Portugal is their full name, isn't it? I love the way you've anglicised it to annoy me. Well, no, I'm thanks, just... thanks for the thoughtfulness. That's all right. It's a wonderful Friday gift. Is that where Sporting Lisbon has come from, though? That everyone's like, everyone in Portugal is like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't speak on behalf of all of us. Yeah. We've <laughs> got loads of clubs. Yeah, right. Yeah, ask any taxi driver. Uh. Seven, out, seven out of ten Portuguese were Benfica fans, pal. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My goodness. Oh, yeah, don't like they that. claim to have the largest fan base in the world based on some weird statistic like that? Yes. They can't, Jim. They absolutely can't. I'm They're cursed. You. They are cursed. You should be sticking up for them. They knocked Spurs out of the European Cup in the 60s. Our Manchester... Tell you what, this is a great start to the Champions League final <laughs> preview, isn't Our it? Manchester I City... I made a European Cup, come on. <laughs> I'll ask it a third time. Our <laughs> Manchester City, Vish, cursed in the European Champions League final because they've lost every single one they've played. <laughs> Uh, I feel like if they were cursed, they'd be coming up against a, a team who more people would fancy. Really? I'd say so, okay. yeah. All right. I, I mean, I, the, if all the noise from around their camp in the last week, um, where the, whether it's players, like John Stone's talking about their own personal journey to mm. to the first team, uh, Carl Walker talking about the pain of losing to Chelsea and then going on to play for England and then losing to Italy in the Euros final. Oh, um, and Pep Guardiola admitting that he made a mistake. And I... Totally forgot that, you know, he played Gundogan as this defensive midfielder, dropped Fernandinho, which was mad at the time. And now the idea that he might drop Rodri, which obviously he's not going to do because he's learned that lesson. Has but, he though? But that would be the equivalent though. It would be, Imagine yeah. the temptation in his head when he's doing the team. He's like, I know what I should do, but imagine what I could do. You know what it is? Imagine it's like if we when win you're a kid. in this silly way. Yeah, if Jack Grealish played as a deep lying playmaker... Like that would be genius. No one's ever thought of doing that. And and and, and Angel Pep's on his shoulder going, no, stick Rodgers there. It's, it's not like when, you, when you're a kid and you're in an exam and it's five minutes in you thought, if I wrote nothing mm. from this point, if I just sat here and did nothing for two hours, 55 minutes, I would get 0%. What but yeah, well, you think you, know, you sort you of tempted to throw it. What, did, what, like, like, you, that was you, good you, for you, was it? You did you get minus percentages? You thought I'll I'll settle for zero. Is that how bad it was? Yeah, that's like, exactly like, the point when you're in a, in a high place. You're like, I could jump off this. Mm. You think he's, he gets to that precipice? And he's like, what if I do the maddest thing possible? What would I could do that? Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, I, I don't think he is going to do that. But you know, you never know your luck. A Manchester City fan, Vish, is is clearly very confident. Uh, more than one, I'm sure, but one in particular is very confident um, because he's got a Man City treble winners 2023 tattoo on his leg. Is it a different guy to the one who got the tattoo? Going back, yeah, the Kakar tattoo. I hope not. Um, <laughs> although, well, maybe I hope so. Uh, we, Are you we, sure about this one, sir? Yeah. Do you remember the last maybe one? Maybe it's tattoo fixers. Maybe he's getting this as a cover-up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I th- we always say, oh, it doesn't end well. But you only hear about the bad ones. Yeah. Don't you? Well, I thought... Uh, when... <laughs> True, isn't it? You're not going to go, oh, this, this fan had, like, you know, you know, Arsenal, Chelsea, or Man United, double winners tattooed, and then, oh, and they went and won it. So mm. there's no story there. Would it be the equivalent of a Man City fan buying tickets in accommodation to mm-hmm. Istanbul? Yeah when the semi-finals hadn't been played because the price is going to go up. So would a yeah, treble yeah, winners yeah, yeah, yeah. to two 
would the price be no, 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 quite it's not cheap the now? Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Um, I, I thought you were comparing the, the two experiences and should they do it? Because, of course, if you did do that, you would still see the Champions League final. You'd be disappointed if you weren't. You can't sell it. your own skin, yeah. Mm. Well, not the in internet's any... really weird. Well, you maybe you can. can. Not yeah. over the counter. Uh, <laughs> and nor should you be able to. A Man City fan who is a snake. Yes. Um, what is he telling people who they're going to sign in the summer? Um, it, it is an interesting. So, so a lot of people think Man City are going to win this final. That's obvious because of yeah, their heavy favourites. Yeah, but Simone Inzaghi is unbeaten in all seven cup finals since he's been a manager. They call he's him a the, cuppy coach. They call him the King of Cups, don't they? The King of Cups. What do you reckon, Andy? Is there a chance the King of Cups can do it again? I, th- I think, as I was saying on OTC yesterday, I think the one variable that understandably hasn't been considered widely in this because City are just so good and have been so good for the last three or four months is the fact that the difference between good Inter and bad Inter is bigger than any other decent-sized club I can think of or decent-sized team I can think of in in Europe this season. When they're good, they're exceptional this season. Having said that, they started the season looking as if they were going to make a challenge for the title, end up losing 12 league games, (laughs) get to Easter looking like they're not even going to make the top four Mm -hmm. until they have this little run recently. I mean, they're in the best nick they could possibly be. And they're in good form. Yeah. Mm. But, also, I mean, the, the fact that he's won all these cups suggests that he the, the good Inter turns up for the finals, right? Oh, and Lazio as well. He's won some of these uh, cups with as well. Um, they, they, they do like a 3-5-2. I mean, we're sort of grasping at straws here, but we're, we're trying to look at it at both angles. And some have said, you know, against a 3-5-2, Man City have, you know, not been as... Uh, potent as they have been against some other sides. I mean, you're looking at the Brentford game, and some are saying against Spurs. So you, I mean, you are grasping at straws, really, for Inter's sake. Yeah. But you look at that Inter side, you know, there's some experience and quality in that. Obviously, that's why they're well, in Well, this final. is it, isn't it? And they've got to use everything they have left in the tank in this one game. Yes. It's, it's not a million miles away from Jose Mourinho's Inter, where he had all Agreed. those players at a, at, a, at a good time with what they essentially had left. But it's, it's, a, that, it's a harder. Mourinho's task, Inter say. had a lot more quality than this. Yeah, side. Yeah, that yeah. is to, to not. Um, but they were driven this, by they it's... were driven by the same thing, weren't they? Yeah, okay. the fact but the this, fact that you know now or it's never. Yeah, yeah, the fact that you know time's running out and yeah. it's totally unsustainable. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like the, the the feeling you had with Mourinho walking away after 2010. It was like. Um, when Gabriel Burns walking away from that building in the usual suspects, <laughs> isn't, isn't it? Like the minute he walks out of it, everything totally collapses. And I kind of wonder that with this into next season because they're going to have to make a few big sales, not going to be able to keep quite a few of the high earning players like Lukaku won't be there next season in, unless something massively changes or He'd like taken over or a, or a massive financial in, in, injection. So like Jim says, it's, it is yeah. now or never. How busy is um, Marcelo Brozovic going to be though? Well, it depends because he's not always been starting over but the I, last couple of months. I think he will, though, in this game. Well, he, he should. Yes. I mean, if you've got someone who can set the tone of, of, of the game and run 16 kilometres, yeah. I mean, why well, wouldn't you include it? that's going to be so, so crucial, isn't it, against the City team? Yeah. Because um, Man City are going to dominate possession essentially whoever they're playing, which is such a rare thing. Mm-hmm. And so don't waste it when you have got it. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to have to chase the game. So why not have a player who's like, who's like key strength is that he seems to not mind running a marathon in every yeah. game. <laughs> and surely surely an experienced battle-hardy Croatian midfielder is what you want against the band. See, you know, if you, it, you, it's either it's, it's the, the sort of the Uruguay view. I know they've often been called, well, I suppose it was 
former Yugoslavia with the Brazilians of Europe. I think nowadays Croatia is like the Uruguay of Europe. But isn't that the biggest argument for City not winning this final? That if you go back over the last decade plus, mm. every Champions League winning side has yes. had a Croatian. Ooh. I mean, City are getting themselves one from next season, it looks like. <laughs> getting Chelsea's one, yeah. yeah they well, if they can sign Kovacic by tomorrow, <laughs> then maybe they'll be all right. If he's in the stands, does that count? Maybe. Does he have to be we'll specifically see. on the bench? With Mancini's scarf around his neck. <laughs> yeah, true yeah. enough. Well, Edison has said Man City can't change just because they're playing in a final. So we we know, yeah. don't we? He's, he's, he's saying that to Pep Guardiola rather than to <laughs> They're the all saying it. But Fish, it is interesting going into this final because for the first time in one of these bigger games, I think much has been said about Pep tinkering and, and, and so on. The fact is that he, he always tinkers throughout the season. So it just does he actually doesn't change. People often think he changes for the final. He doesn't change for the final sometimes. Yeah. He just carries on the tinkering and he gets a little bit uh, too much. Although we've only seen him in um, in, in one European final with, with Manchester City, of course. Um, but we kind of know what they're going to do and how they're going to turn up, don't we? Well, they've played in such a way that he can't tinker, really, can he? Mm. Like, all, it's very Is that clear. their motivation for playing like that, right? Almost. We all just play out of our skins. He can't change any of us. Well, I mean, almost <laughs> to a point. You know how, like, when when a team wins the league and they've got either, whether it's the FA Cup or, you know, when, when they win the league, you know, with time to spare, rather, mm. and it's either the FA Cup or the European final on the horizon, you always talk about players wanting to play themselves into contention. Yeah. And actually, because... A lot. Of the, I feel like a lot of the Man City players, because they know what he's like and how he likes to tinker, even the bankers have thought, well, shit, actually, I can't really let up here because I don't know what's going, going on in his head. Yes. But you know what? I think the players are doing the tinkering rather than him because the City team picks itself over the last couple of months. Yeah. But of course, it can express itself in so many different forms. So they're like, if we show several faces to, yes. to, to the way yeah, that we like play... That. He doesn't actually have to yeah. change the eleven. Well, okay. I mean, there was a really interesting article in a Spanish newspaper this week about um, it was it was like a like twelve hundred word job mm-hmm. on the evolution of John Stones. Well, because he's really caught the imagination yeah. of people all so across Europe. So it's interesting. Europe. You say, well, that's very interesting. You bring him in because if you're Simone Inzaghi and you have experienced quality midfielders at your disposal, we've mentioned Brozovic. If indeed he does start, Barella is another one. Yeah. Who um, you know he, he, he can do you know Mkhitaryan as well played in big games and whatnot. Would you target Stones? And because Stones has played really well now, yes, Stones was there against Real Madrid in that amazing game, and and Stones has been playing European football, but um, he's also been playing uh, in the Premier League a lot and against Manchester United in the FA Cup and blah 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 blah. So and those sides are a little bit weaker uh, this season, you would say. Is he a man that Inter will say? Do you know what? Let's see what he's made of. I know you've got you've got your Spanish article and and <laughs> and and some of the great games and all that kind of stuff. But you used to drop a bollock all the time. Yeah, and but other teams have you... tr- tried to bring that bollock out of him, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just got better. Is, at is he holding with it in his hand? And I it's think like, come so. On, it's not strictly him. Grab him yeah. by the wrist. Yeah. That, that spot where we can get him to drop it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I thought you said it like it was like a dog with a paper in his mouth. No, hit him on the nose. <laughs> no, it. Um, but I, but I think he that that's why he's in that position because he's got better at dealing with that. I mean, yeah. I, I think you're right. Obviously, that's something to target. But I suppose they'll have to look at how other other teams have failed to do that adequately and, mm-hmm. and then riff on that. Really. But... Also, it's a weird area of the pitch to target, right? Because yeah, you, you, you know, it's not like he's not going to be covered by the defenders. Well, yeah. I mean, I he he has. Basically, four options to pass the ball to, even if he doesn't turn around, and yeah. one of them is his goalkeeper, who is the 
probably the best of those five are playing with the ball. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he'll be all right. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's nice. Inter do have two up front, though. We think yeah. that's what they'll go for. Which so, this so is the other thing have... I wanted to check. Yeah. Um, Will Lukaku start? Because, no. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's a very unlikely. It's more likely to be Dzeko and Martinez. Yeah. But if it feels like a lot of the build-up, I mean, maybe because of the English perspective here, but a lot of the build-up has been around him mm-hmm. in, in Lukaku. But if you yeah. look at if you look at it, the, the minutes he's played in Europe, it yeah, is, of course, yeah, it is a lot fewer than than Jekyll mm-hmm. and Martinez. But he's really hit form lately, hasn't he, Lukaku? He's, he's contributed a lot in the in the minutes he has played. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it, that is certainly going to be part of the narrative. Mm-hmm. I think he'll he'll come on at some point, surely. He yeah. w- he will. And going back to is is what we were saying about them having a really good bench and a really useful bench that can actually change the game. But going back to what Marcus was saying before, actually, I think there has been a Lukaku click of shit, I'm actually going to have to go back to Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, which obviously is not massively appealing to him. Uh, one thing we know, though, if Man City do win the final, is that Joao Cancelo will be receiving a Champions League medal. That's uh, nice. Well, he will receive a medal, of course. He re- whether it's silver or gold is yet to be determined. I mean, I mean uh, we always talked about the Felipe Coutinho thing with yeah. Barcelona score, uh, scoring for Bayern against Barcelona, didn't we, in the, mm. in, in the 8-2. I mean, this would be a really interesting twist, wouldn't it? I was booed on against the team in the quarterfinal who I received a Champions League winner's medal for. Yeah. I mean, that's that's an interesting twist. Not quite it? Martin Dubravka, League Cup final. No. Um, no. But it's not far off, I think. You'll find <laughs> quite Martin Dubravka, League Cup final. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that, don't you? You won the gold. Because Man City, I don't know why I keep calling them as yeah. the Olympics, by the way. <laughs> of course, Kingsley Coman this year got his 11th title winner medal in 10 seasons. He's never not won the title as a, as, as a professional. Well, Kinsella himself has got a Premier League winner's medal and a Bundesliga winner's medal this year. Decent. Yeah, thanks to Borussia Dortmund, that. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> uh, did you see that uh, Pep Guardiola was full of praise for Sir Elton John after Man City, of course, was seen celebrating rather than fighting, uh, unfortunately, with him <laughs> at Manchester Airport following the FA Cup uh, final. Um, Did you see Phil Foden was the only one to stop for a selfie with him? Oh, no, I'm sure they would have done. Just, I, I just love the... the who is Pep not full of praise of? He's, he does remind me of... The, the slightly niche reference here. Um, Marge Simpson's art teacher. Uh, <laughs> Simpsons. What? Remember that? No. He, would just, he would just praise everybody. Um, but anyway, sorry, uh, everybody, I'm sure. It's, those who know, know. Um, speaking of, uh, of uh, musicians and singers and songwriters and all those kind of things, Noel Gallagher has revealed that he visited Pep Guardiola after the Real Madrid game in the semi-finals, of course. But Pep almost launched him out of his office. Know the feeling? Apparently. <laughs> um, does he have a cannon in there? Uh, when Noel told him he couldn't come to the FA Cup final or the Champions League final because he was on tour. Footballers and people in football are strangely superstitious, aren't they? Because mm. no, and Noel Gallagher's got um, uh, more evidence of this when uh, he went to the World Cup semi-final. He was a guest of Alessandro Del Piero. Yeah, he yes, was. Because they're big mates, aren't they? That's mm. right. A funny one. And he said, oh, you've got to come to the final now because otherwise we won't win. But I mean, he went does take a... And he was proved correct. Noel Gallagher does take a cardboard cutout, a life-size cardboard cutout of Pep Guardiola on tour with him, doesn't he? Is that what? right? Well, Andy, Andy, you're the only, the only man I know who's got a, a cardboard cutout of them. AFC Wimbledon. Oh, yeah. Do you remember yeah, during yeah, COVID yeah, yeah. when they had all the, the, the fans? You had one, didn't you? Yeah, I'm trying to think where that is, actually. I think it got defaced and burnt out the back. <laughs> um, I don't know who did You it. should be ashamed. <laughs> I was just uh, taking care of business. So, I mean, look, Man City heavy favourites, of course, is, this, is, this, is, this is what we think. And, you know, if they were to win, it would be an astonishing achievement, really, for Tushin Hantaraja. Because if you think about the start of the season, you know, 
they weren't actually clicking in in, in a way they thought, in a, in a way that, that that we thought they weren't playing their best football under Pep. Uh, it was all Erling Haaland's fault, of course, despite yeah. still scoring. It was odd, wasn't it? Because he was scoring lots, but people were saying they weren't as good as. Uh, with him in the team but of course they weren't clicking like they have been in the last I don't know six months or whatever it's been in the season so let's not be too silly about this but if you think about treble winning sides they often really come into form and they hit form towards the end of the season which would make sense because they get themselves over the line we mentioned Mourinho's Inter of course at the start of their Champions League campaign not many people would have fancied them for it blah 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 blah. slightly different with Man City but how big an achievement would it be because some are saying they're comparing it to Man United's trouble winning season. Oh, it's not. Blah, 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 blah. What would you say? This surely would put this Man City team up in, in lights. Well, it's a legacy definer, isn't it? Right. In terms of this is what the project's always been about. And mm. and I suppose like people maybe haven't fallen for it in the same way as Manchester United, not not just because of the money, but because they've made it look quite easy, really, haven't they? Different they're, eras as well, though, you'd have to say. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 but if you, but if, yeah, sure. Um, but if you if you look at how they've come through it like they did their they dug deep mm-hmm. mid-season like at the start of the year basically after the World Cup mm-hmm. and they've kind of walked everything since then really well, it's right. like it's like that Forest game which we did throughout the match yeah where they had all the players have talked about that in the last couple of weeks about how they had enough chances to win three games and didn't do it and like Gundogan mm-hmm. was saying look, we, we just looked around at each other and said come on this yeah. is enough We've we've got to kick on yeah. from here, yeah. and I, I think just by just by really playing it straight, mm-hmm. it, it, it's been enough both domestically and in Europe this season. Look, we, we always know they've had the quality. We've always mm-hmm. known that they've had the quality. But as we say, Guardiola's just doing the simple things, picking the same team, yeah. and and getting them to do it. And I think if you look at the overall standard. In the Premier League this season, mm-hmm. I don't think it's particularly great. No, the overall you. standard in European football, mm-hmm. if you look at the very yeah, best yeah, teams, yeah. is not particularly great this season. Yeah. I think it's a little bit like in League Two, when you start the season <laughs> and you think there's a load of basket cases, uh-huh. if we just don't do anything stupid. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right there, Andy. And I think that maybe that's why some are not comparing it favourably to other troubles, most notably. Manchester United, of course, because that's the, the the one we go back. But I mean, it, but it is, I mean, obviously for those fans, like this is what they've been what they've been waiting for, and the football they played along the way, the way they dismantled Real Madrid in particular, has been mm. pretty spectacular. Yeah, and I suppose like <clears throat> that it's you know how Man City fans perceive it and how the rest of football perceives it are two not ultimately independent things because one does often mm. go off the other in yeah. terms of Man City fans will be annoyed that some fans won't respect it in the way that they might respect other trebles but it is it's kind of wild that it feels like an inevitability at this point yeah yes. yeah which well, is rare isn't it i think for a team that's never won it it's rare yeah. definitely yeah. the man yeah. united one felt like an inevitability in 1999 even when they were 1-0 down for me uh, there's that sense like oh, of course they're going to but that was that was momentum bastards. wasn't it yeah. and it was because but they were exciting different. and swashbuckling and I think as well it's very different you're that, right. that, that that premier league title went to the last day of the season against mm. a very good arsenal side and and you look at it like that but i i do think it's we are inevitable and we just have you know inevitably compare the two but to, to compare the feelings as well, we, we're saturated with football content nowadays as well. You weren't back then, so there's even little things like that can can make a difference. Yeah, that's, but, that's but true. But with Manchester City, I think I've heard one or two people go, "Well, they've got a favourable draw 
it's not a draw. They've got well, I suppose they've got a favourable tie in the final against against Inter. One could argue that I mean, Inter. That, are, that, they have beaten Bayern and Real Madrid. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and, and I think that's the point. That's exactly what I was going to say, Andy. That you look at the, the the way they've done it, and I think again the ease in which they've done it, you can mistakenly think, oh well, it, it's not been it's not been that difficult. That that second leg semi final against Real Madrid is, is one of the performances, the great performances in. In football, I yeah, go as far to agreed. say. In agreed. Fo- you don't even have to say European football. Yeah. It was it was astonishingly good. That performance is as close to perfection as as, as you'll ever see. The, the the first leg against Bayern when they win three 0 Little there was a couple of dodgy moments in in the second leg, but the first they had leg, to play well for like about fifteen minutes to yeah. absolutely smash one of the best teams in, in Europe. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Yeah. And, and 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 for Man City, you know, they are only two thirds of the way there. We do have a good side in Inter who they need to beat. Um, if they were not not to do it. Then I just I would think, sorry, when are we going to do this? You know, and I think that there is such that 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 sense of history, determination. The fact they're all saying, you know, one more to go at the FA Cup final. I, I just it feels like their time, doesn't it? It really does, in, in every conceivable sense. Yeah. Obviously, Inter have a chance; they're a good team. We've discussed that and how that how that may manifest, but they go in as heavy favourites for good reason. Mm. Everything seems right: the momentum, the form, the the squad. Guardiola, the fact that they've had this situation where he decided to not play Fernandinho, as we t- t- mm-hmm. touched on earlier, I doubt he'll make a silly decision like that, as we've seen him do in Europe. He's, he's, I expect he's learned not to tinker mm. like that at this point. It's, it's, it's bound to be theirs. Edin Dzeko's in to stand in the Edin way. Edin Dzeko's in to do stand in the way, <laughs> and three former Man United boys as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was that, is that what Jose Mourinho would whisper in Pep's ear? It's like he did that time, you know, just before they, they go out. <laughs> I'm sure he is when he's sleeping this week. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, for more on the uh, the inter-side of the equation, listen to yesterday's On the Continent where Andy and Jonathan Johnson were cautiously optimistic about Inter's chances. Of course, they need to have a good day, uh, but such, a very is, good one. such is the way. Uh, elsewhere in Italy, um, by the way, while we're talking about Italian clubs, um, <laughs> did you see this? In, it, we go down to Naples. As a part of Luciano Spalletti's farewell, Napoli Ultras not a bunch to be trifled with, um, gave back the steering wheel and CDs they stole from uh, Luciano Spalletti's Fiat Panda during protests in 2021 at his, uh, at his reign. And Absolutely how del- incredible. How, del- how delightful to receive a leaving gift yeah. from... Uh, Ten masked men in cagoules. Yeah, yeah. So if you've not seen this, they, they presented it back to him in the changing room with a like with the banner they used, essentially sort of semi-threatening him mm. at the time, uh, just wearing masks. And yeah. it's just—it's absolutely terrifying. He, he, he found it funny though. He took yeah, it, of course he did. But you've got you to find laugh, funny, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but he didn't laugh nervously. No, no. He did but look, the he the culture right. is is crazy, isn't it? Mm. It does seem really strange when you look at it when you're you're removed from it. You well, see, the first thing I thought is... Napoli ultra f- and culture is crazy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that's controversial. I'm not, I'm not presenting it <laughs> no, as no, it is controversial. Not. I, I mean, I, I think they were they were true to their word, they would say, because they said, uh, you will get your steering wheel and your CDs back when you leave our club at the time. I mean, I don't think they imagined it giving them back to him after he'd won the title and then mm. resigned. This is a sort of extraordinary twist. On the, on the other hand, though, the first thing I thought is... Has this poor little Fiat Panda just had no steering wheel for yeah. like a year and a half? Imagine, imagine like, and here's the rest of the horse that goes with that head. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think Spalletti's stubbornly been driving it anyway. He's figured out a system mm. and that's inspired him. Get two of the junior to players that. to like <laughs> push it along and steer it. Oh dear. Yeah. Also, he's just 
terrifying the idea that like ah you know jokes jokes but um you're leaving uh, okay what what are you leaving for yeah why do you think oh yeah where, where are you going <laughs> uh, don't currently have a forwarding address yeah. to the airport now <laughs> drop it off at the stadium and i'll pick it up there yeah 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 it was yeah. in the changing room i think wasn't it it, it was, was yeah. blimey there i tell you what a, a friend of mine once went to um napoli uh, to watch them play and uh, was doing like a little piece and taking some photographs and stuff and as he was taking photographs and took some of the fans one of the ultras was not having that and walked up to him and in broken English said uh, show me what you've got there and he and he went through photos he's like delete that delete that delete that and he was betting him to delete them so that he, may or may not have happened to us uh, on the Cordova during uh, a recording of that well I wanted to be a little bit more general Andy about wow. it but if you want to be more specific <laughs> <laughs> he's a friend of us all uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yes and then and then after he'd uh, deleted and appeased the this this man he uh, gave him a little pat on the cheek and uh, walked <laughs> off still four euro oh, pizza he's complaining no, no one yeah 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 absolutely right okay everybody let's have a quick break even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. It has been a brilliant 10 years of BT Sport. And who better to celebrate the last decade than Primal Scream? <laughs> Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Kingsley. 
She was magnificent, by the way, on that West Ham mm. coverage. Excellent stuff. She was. With the Cole brothers, <laughs> as they <laughs> often are called. We've got some emails. So, what do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> this is new. How yeah. long have we been doing this for? Yeah, it's been a while, isn't it? So, after Vish mentioned the cum dog doing bits in the A-League on Monday, <laughs> Kyle got in touch via email. Carl says, I did some reading and discovered in a Scottish Sun article that he's claiming to be the cum dingo well, now that he's representing Australia. <laughs> Thought I'd better pass along such a vital and relevant update. In the same article Kyle cited, it's reported that Jason Cummings also refers to himself as cum dog when he speaks to his nan. Oh, oh my God, the cum dingo. The cum yeah. dingo. The cum guru. <laughs> he's just going to keep getting worse, isn't he? I oh, love that. Love that. Um, Jim, you've also got another email. I, I do have another email. We're absolutely going wild with emails today. So, Crocodile uh, cum D. <laughs> <laughs> I will applaud that. Oh, I will applaud that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, so Kieran also got in touch with a story about Kevin Keegan. He says, I recently stumbled across the superb book, Kevin Keegan Against the World. <laughs> or to give it its full title in the order of the subtitles on its cover, Kevin Keegan with Mike Langley Against the World playing for England. Pretty snappy. <laughs> when talking about his England debut in chapter one, page one, Kevin says, with perhaps five minutes left, Sir Alf turned his head and said, Kevin, get changed. I shot to my feet and Ray Clements beside me was so excited that in trying to help me take off my tracksuit, he whipped my shorts and underpants down to my knees. <laughs> and then I found that Alf had meant the other forward substitute, Kevin Hector of Derby County, who darted on for probably the briefest of England debuts, something like 90 seconds. It was agony having to sit and watch as the score stayed stuck at 1-1. Absolute gold from poor Kevin, standing watching another Kevin get a chance with his pants around his ankles. I will be reading the entire book, of course, and will report back if slash when there are any other similar stories of misfortune and nudity no doubt there will be thank you Kieran because thank undoubtedly you. that is going to be an absolute goldmine new Kevin Keegan things keep appearing and I say new this book's clearly been out since the 70s chapter one page one yeah. <laughs> straight in there of a ghost written book yeah put that first yeah Start as we mean to go on. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, let us turn our attentions, everybody, to a more fortunate man. David Moyes! <laughs> Come on! Yes! Oh, he promised dancing. Yeah, and he gave it to us. My goodness. I'm, st- I'm still delighted. Whenever I, whenever I think of David Moyes right now, he's so happy. Mm. Isn't that a lovely thought? It's, it was one hell of a wedding reception, wasn't it? Oh. <laughs> dancing. Oh. It, Do you know the... like? You, we touched on it with the uh, reacts, but... You know, we talk about like how you see all the West Ham fans yesterday. Yeah. That's that's football. It's not finishing fourth to get into a competition that yeah. you're not going to actually be able to compete in. It's mm. having those moments. Yeah. And yeah. you realise, obviously, as football fans, those moments are very rare. Even like, you know, I support Manchester United, very lucky to have seen what I've seen mm. and experienced what I've experienced. It's so, it's even rarer for managers, isn't it? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so for David Moyes, who just has been through a career of, Dragging this team out of the mud, dragging that team out of the mud, bringing that team uh-huh. into the mud. Sorry, I had to bring that up. <laughs> but Champions League quarter final. Yeah, all right. Uh, but what an incredible moment! That is, I'm, I'm so you're, so happy for you're, him. You're right. I was um, in Stratford, West Ham yesterday, and passed a lot of these fans on the on, on the way to the parade, and just that sense of anticipation. It reminded me actually of the parade in the centre of Wimbledon when Wimbledon won the cup in 1988, and the reason it reminded me of that 
is because, like you said, that sort of stuff doesn't really no. happen that much yeah. o- uh, outside the very biggest clubs anymore. You remember the, it? what it means. I think it, yeah. it's, it's just glorious. And I think that, again, one can be sniffy with some of these European competitions, but they are designed to um, give the sides who can qualify for Europe who are not Champions League quality and all the rest of it, a chance to win something. Yeah. You know? So that, that, that's, what it's, that's what it's, it's about. It's great. It is great indeed, yeah. Um, but yeah, incredible scenes at the parade yesterday. There's no doubt about that. So yeah, he's reportedly staying on as West Ham manager. Um, but West Ham chairman David Sutherland said he's 99% sure Declan Rice will leave West Ham this summer. He said after the Conference League final, we gave the promise last summer that if he gave us his all, we would let him leave the club. It's a fair and proper thing to do. I look forward to him getting absolute pelters by West Ham fans when he returns there. <laughs> no, I, I don't think he will. I don't think he will. And he's, he's, he's not been a dick about it. I think you look at the interview that he did yeah. with Jules actually after. What would you say about Paul Ince leaving West Ham? Would you say that's similar? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was incredible. Like in like, probably like thirty years or before most people, or twenty five years before most people were using social media. Yeah, he managed to get caught wearing a Man United shirt <laughs> with his mate while he was or trying it on while he was still playing for West Ham. Oh, what an achievement! The governor can do what he wants. Though. It, the yeah. governor can do. But yeah, no. I, I back to Declan Rice though. I, yeah, I don't think they will. Um, in a, in a West Ham way, they will, but it's clearly not going to be uh, nasty. The, the, the way he's handled it, I think it's really impressive about Declan Rice that he's such an authentic person, mm. but at the same time, he's um, just shown great manners, really, yeah. and great grace in in all of this situation. And that's why I agree with I agree with Jim. He will get an incredible reception yeah. when he goes back to West Ham. Oh, he I will. Think... I mean, they'll boo his first touch. Of course. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> they have to. Yeah, in, in any situation like that, when a when a beloved player leaves, even if for even in reasonable circumstances, mm-hmm. you might you might get a minority that will still boo them, and mm-hmm. the rest of them be like, oh, don't be silly. I think because he's captained them to a trophy, yeah. a European trophy as well. I think I don't think anyone will 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 begrudge him a move. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We shall see. Okay. If anyone can run around, you're very, very confident that you're going to be right about but, this one. Marcus well, is just, going to uh, it's see just, West Ham next season just to boo Declan Rice. I'm just saying, we don't know where he's going to go. You know, if he goes to Millwall, you know. Millwall or Spurs. There we go. Um, we do know where Alexis McAllister's going, though. Liverpool. Yeah, from Brighton. Well, that was a cheeky little clause, wasn't it? It was. 35 million for him is an absolute bargain. I think it is, Jim. I think it is. I think Liverpool have done very well there. Um, but, I mean, but is is that not the... No, his, his agent has done very, very well there. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I think. And they're in a situation where he would have been perilously close to leaving for nothing uh-huh. if they hadn't have given him that that clause. So look, they they got him for pennies on the dollar. Mm. They've made a massive profit off him after getting incredible service. It's just one of those transfers. And I know we hate to admit it in a modern context, which is actually good for everyone. Yeah. Oh, I think that's fair. Uh, this is what I was going to say. Like, you know, the the reason Brian are able to sign some of these players mm-hmm. is while they elevate them to a certain level, there's an understanding when you sign some someone like McAllister that other teams going to sneak around mm. and you almost entice them in by being like, look, we're a great, great team to play for. Great way to showcase, showcase your wares for higher bidders. You're going to help us. We're going to help you. Mutually beneficial, as Andy says, yeah. And it will happen more in the future, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it will happen more in the future just because you don't want to be Moises Caicedo and have Arsenal make a 70 million bid for you and the club say, actually, no, it doesn't suit us now. They have moved along the coast as to which club that they're going to take players from. Because, <laughs> of course, it was Southampton, and now it seems to turn their attention to Brighton. How does James Ward-Prowse feel about that? Did he think, well, at least I've got my big move to yeah. Liverpool coming up? <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, I've, oh, I've stayed too long oh, at the no. fair. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, interesting one there. Might end up at Everton. Oh, yeah. Would he? Probably not. <laughs> Do you think? I don't know about that, Jim. We're still waiting official confirmation of Lionel Messi's move to Inter Miami. Talking of uh, coast, that... coastal teams, Andy. <laughs> um, well, it has been reported that uh, Bex and co are to start negotiations with uh, Sergio Busquets, Jordi Alba and Luis Suarez to build a team around Messi. Oh, Luis Suarez. Back together. Where, time, Jim. where did he get that idea from? Yeah. Luis Suarez can't go. Jim's just bought a Gremio shirt. I have, yeah. Well, that oh. was unrelated. <laughs> oh, okay. I just like the shirt. Um, it's a nice shirt. Jim, come on, band back together, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely, it is a band back together. I mean, um, I they're going to be really stretching the rules of MLS, aren't they, <laughs> in, in doing this? But um, if they can make it happen, oh. does maybe Messi have to like pay everyone else? Why well, don't like, <laughs> we, or, Hey! Or, or, or perhaps, Jim, if, you know, if, if they were to kind of um, go ahead with this and it was questionable... You know, they can just push the investigation back and make it difficult for them and, and, and so on. I don't know. It's a strategy that... Uh, with, with all the equity sharing, it's going to be BLS in three years' time. Well, yeah. Bar- Bar- Barcelona League Soccer. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's gotten to the stage where they have to offer these players equity. Yeah. Mm. They can't just... You know, it's not just a simple pay packet. Like, How many ways can you split into Miami? Is, is football itself going to burst as a bubble in the next five years or so? Like the, With this, this and Saudi? Uh, with this and Absolutely, this and Saudi. Uh, and, you know, the way it's kind of going here as well, um, it's like... The, the figures for mm. for fairly common transfer fees are mad now. Yeah, equity in things like Messi's apparently getting a cut of um, the MLS TV deal, mm. and there's there's some sort of Adidas <laughs> related similar situation as well. It is. I know we're talking about one of the greatest players of all time, but absurd. like, and Golo Kante getting a hundred million a season or whatever it is. And so it's it is just. Where does it go from here? Well, you just said football's going to burst in five years. I think it's going to happen sooner because Neymar was also spotted in Miami at the NBA Finals hours after the news came out. That's because he's, he's besties with Jimmy Butler, though. Yeah, Andy, Andy. Exactly. Neymar's in Miami. Messi's going there. Stop just Jimmy whatever his name is. <laughs> what, what did you make of the jacket, by the way? Uh, Neymar's jacket. What jacket? I haven't actually seen it. Have you not? But it, I, I'm generally, it's amazing. I, I generally anti a lot of his um, clothing. Oh, you'll you'll like this. So, okay, I'll need to see this, that. This Jimmy Butler denim jacket. It's uh, it's something. Are you talking else. about NBA? I'm talking about Neymar. Yeah, I'm talking about Neymar. Who's Jimmy? It's Butler? NBA adjacent. Yeah. Right. Okay. Who's Jimmy Butler? He's Neymar's friend who plays for the Miami Heat. Right. So you are talking about NBA. We're going to move on. <laughs> Not having any of this crap. Let's. All right. Let's bring us. Let's go straight back to Scudding. Little England. <laughs> Scudding back down to earth. Um, Neil Warnock has agreed to stay on as Huddersfield Town Manager next That's season. That's a fucking great segue. I've yeah. got to tell you. Come on, Brady Rich Jew. Yeah, <laughs> grab you by the ankles and drag you back down here, Andy. You silly sod. Um, yeah, he, he, of course, it wasn't that long ago. Warnock held an event for Huddersfield Town fans at the end of last season called Neil Warnock: The Great Escape. Thank you and goodbye. I mean, normally when you have a farewell tour, you do leave a respectable gap before you go back on that decision. Yeah, but do you yeah. not think it's, it's this is Sir Elton John esque? I mean, he's always having farewell tours, doesn't he? So it's just, yeah, yeah it's Sir Elton Hercules John. That's his full stage name. Right. Is I'm glad right? you said uh-huh. stage name because I was going to pull you up yeah. about old Reg. But I love that with he's giving himself a middle name Hercules and never uses it. Again, credit where it's due. That's brilliant. Yeah, that is great. Well, will Neil Warnock uh, take to the stage for the, um, I don't know, Neil Warnock, um, the, 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 you know, glorious return. Thank you and you're welcome. 
Yeah, uh, maybe you should do. Isn't it? Um, do you remember Blue the band? Don't they have more best of albums than actual albums? Is that right? Is that yeah. right? Really? Yeah. Smiths are a bit like that as well with compilations. Oh, really? Okay. Mm. No, so oh. maybe maybe he's just doing a Smiths slash Blue. Maybe he's doing Morrissey, a Warnock, Duncan Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but where's, where's Warnock got the energy uh, for, for doing this? Because he said at the end of last season, um, I can't do this all. I can't do this all year. I put everything into it. It's not a young man's life. But I hate the motorways. I hate the hotels. I don't need it at my age. But I don't mind ten to twelve weeks. Maybe he'll do it remotely. Yeah, maybe. Like for the away matches, he'll just be on an iPod on one of those little like um, things that drives around. What do you call those? Have you what, seen that? Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, you're talking about Holly off Red Dwarf kind of business. No, this basically it's like a what a reference. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's like a stick on wheels that drives yeah, around like with a an surrogate, iPod on like top. a mechanical surrogate. <laughs> yeah, like, like a sort of like a Segway. Mm. Right. Okay. Yeah. We're yeah. talking future Warnock now. But I mean, this is exciting. Sat at home on his sofa, snacking. Well, he could go on forever. This could, it, this could be Warnock like coaching Huddersfield in a hundred years' time. AI Warnock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the instructions will still be the same, won't they? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It'd be like um, trying to don't fix it. Trying yeah. to Skype your grandparents and like the cameras up his nose. Leaning too close to the. Yeah, well, apparently his main motivation is to give the new owners time to adjust to life in English football. That's good of him, isn't it? Isn't that yeah. nice? How 10 nice. 12 weeks. There you go. I mean, like, we joke about it, but like, it is evidently, you know, you see with Roy Hodgson, don't you? It doesn't matter how old you are, the pull of the game is such that they, they yeah. genuinely can't resist yeah. it. And they lose a bit of something when they step away. Yeah, I think, I think you're absolutely right and fair to say that. Right, everybody, it's now time for Betfair's popular bet builder. Select from the most popular pre-made football bet builders using Betfair's handy app, and you can add them to your bet slip in just one tap. This weekend, it's a Bet5 Get5 special. That means if you bet £5 on Saturday's final between Manchester City and Inter, you'll be rewarded with a £5 free bet from Betfair. We're placing our own £5 ramble popular bet builder on that game to try and win some money for charity. Vish, you're up first. I am going for Erling Haaland to have two or more shots on target. He's actually had a quiet um, end of the season mm. and didn't score in the either semi-final against Real Madrid, didn't yeah. score in the FA Cup final. Never done it at Wembley, mate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think he'll be gagging for a goal. And uh, yeah, I think two shots on target is going to be my my bet. Andy. Well, linking into that, mm. Kevin De Bruyne to score assists. Ooh. Well, like because, that. well, it's Kevin De Bruyne, isn't he? Indeed he is. Jim. Yeah. I uh, I would echo um, Vicious sentiment that Erling Haaland is a bottler and a fraud. <laughs> uh, and I think it's going to be sort of, sort of cagey in the first half for sure. So I'm going to go for 0.5 goals at half time. Okay. Well, I think that uh, Manchester City will lift the trophy. That's my bet. I think uh, Kevin De Bruyne will dig him out of a big Erling Haaland gold droughty hull. Uh, and uh, yes, indeed. So uh, there, there, there are picks. Erling Haaland to have uh, two or more shots on target. Kevin De Bruyne score or assist under 0.5 goals at half time. Manchester City to lift the trophy. A £5 bet with Betford on that popular bet builder returns £93.00. And 83 pence. And if we win, all that money will go to Prostate Cancer UK. This, of course, is exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook. T's and C's apply. You've got to be over 18 to get involved. And for more information on responsible gambling, head to begambleaware.org. Time for this. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. Oh, Jack's Encyclopedia time. Champions League Jack's Encyclopedia oh, time. Oh, hello. So exciting. Yay. I, th- I, think Jack has, <laughs> I think Jack has been setting some of the questions this time, as oh, is no. only natural, oh, no. um, such as his presence. Look, you know, you know the rules. It's a simple game of categories. I give you all a category, and all you have to do is give me an answer that fits into that category. But if you're going too slow, I will pay Ga- Gary Neville's goalgasm, yeah. 
which gives you apparently seven seconds, which feels like longer, but once it starts, you know you're not going to get it, right? Mm. Um, also, we've had an update from our official scorer, Jimmy to the B. Jim is still lineal champion yeah, after beating Marcus and Andy two weeks in a row. Uh, Rich Mar- vein of form, Jim's in. Mm. Marcus still been lineal champion for most time this season, double what Jim and me have. Mm. As for Vish, he's been lineal champion for one week. Yeah, it's better than so he's our inter. Yeah, for, yeah. for, for, for these the purposes, everyone should support the underdog, the love, the lovable little underdog. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> with the experience. Yeah. He could do it, but he won't. Uh-huh. I think is what we're saying. Anyway, read the read the questions. <laughs> anyway, I, I'll tell you what. To, to make it up to Vish, uh-huh. he can go first. No, that's fair. Um, Somehow made it worse. Go on. <laughs> right, players that have scored four or more goals in the Champions League this season. Ooh. There are 22 possible answers. What you got for me? Erling Haaland. <laughs> Safe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vinicius. Oh, man. These were, that, they were my choice. <laughs> Ed and Dzeko. Come on! Very good. <laughs> Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, Benzema. <laughs> Why am I struggling so much? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. tough, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Rafael Leal. <laughs> Rafael Meow. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, Marcus, what you got? Mo Salah. Very good. He was played in the Champions League. Yeah, I know. That's it. <laughs> that's it, isn't it? Oh, this is a dumb, dumb game. Um, right, they're putting on the countdown straight away for that. Sadio Mane. Was that? What did he get that? <laughs> right, Vish and Marcus are going to have another go. There, there are still quite a lot of answers left. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> It's about 17 answers, <laughs> yeah. Andy. Fish, what, just name a footballer. Oh, Ossiman. As soon as I said uh, that, I knew yeah. I got the wrong oh, one. No. Oh, dear. Um, oh, that's too early. No, it's all, keep going. Speed Olivier Giroud. The headline has been Come on! Oh, oh. <laughs> so I can't stop it once I've started it. Yeah. You can, just press it again. Uh, Mbappe? Oh, yeah, good one. Very good one. <laughs> it's belatedly it's picking up pace. It all makes isn't sense, it? doesn't yeah. it? It all makes sense <laughs> when you say that. Um, uh, yeah. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea. Bernardo Silva. And you get the little flourish at the end. Like I said, I can't stop it. You can just press it. Yeah, I'm not going to stop it. Just so you know. <laughs> uh, so Vish gets the point. Uh, the other ones you Get could him. have had. Uh, Get him. Darwin Nunez. Eric, Eric Maxim Chupamoting. Giacomo uh, Raspadori. Giovanni Simeone. João Mario. Jude Bellingham. Leroy Sané. Lionel Messi. Messi. Mediterrami. Mohamed Kudus. Piotr Zielinski, Rafa Silva, Robert Lewandowski, and Rodrigo. One nil. Imagine, imagine, imagine playing this game yeah. and someone being like, "What? Well, you could have had Lionel Messi." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, um, Jim's next. Go on, Jimbo. To, to start us with um, players in Barcelona's matchday squad for their Champions League final win 
over Manchester United in 2011, which, of course, was Pep Guardiola's last Champions League win. Ooh. 18 in the squad, of course. What you got for me, Jimbo? Lionel Messi. Very, very sensible. Get that off the board early doors. David Villa. Pedro. Jordi Alba. What? Whoa, surprising. And joined, hadn't rejoined Barcelona yeah. at that point. Good God. I believe Eric Aberdell played <laughs> in his position. Correct the Mundo. Judd Piquet. Javier Mascherano. Iniesta. This is a very pleasing pace. Javi. Piol. Victor Valdez. Some very gettable ones here. I mean, it's harder to get them once I press this. Say do cater. Ooh. Ooh, love that. Love that. I, see, I can stop it. You're right. Mm, they told you. Thanks. Um, I can also start it again. Danny Alves. It's time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, once you know how to work the buttons, this game is amazing. Probably have another go it's at the buttons. Time. I can Yeah, yeah, Torre. No, he's gone, isn't he? Congratulations. Thank you. 1-1. One, one. Who's left? The, the other ones you could have had. Boyan. Oh, yeah, that was the that one. Ad, one. Adriano. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. The reserve goalkeeper. Sergio Ooh. Busquets was the big one. Uh, Thiago. Oh, yeah. And Ibrahim Afalai. I thought you could see him. Yeah. I was like, the bollocks, Andy. Imagine. Afalai, how about that? Right spells. So As you chase the win, that's absolutely right. You're going to take it out the gate here. Let's have an England one to finish. <laughs> <laughs> Players yeah. that have ended the season as Champions League top scorers since 1992, Oof. not including goals scored in the qualification rounds. There are some big ones, and there are some ones that, frankly, you will never. So get. sorry, champion, just top scorers in the competition. Yes, right, competitions okay. top top scorers in okay. all the seasons since 1992. This can't be wrong. Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> All right. Vish, you got the other one. Lionel uh, Messi. <laughs> Erling Haaland. Oh, very good. Robert Lewandowski. Karim Benzema. <laughs> Mate from... Um, Ruud van Nistelrooy. It's Torres! Oh, good. Raul? Shevchenko? Surely. Excellent. Yeah. Really, really good. It's very pleasing when people go through it's the answers Torres! quickly. Oh, mm. um, Fernando Torres? <laughs> I like what you've done there. Really like it. Oh, I'd like it. That's a shame. That was a good. I like that. Did enjoy that. Good guess. Um, Spellsy, what you got? Yeah, what do I have, Andy? What do you got? Um, it's Torres oh! to give Chelsea Ronaldo. In the Champions League final. In Ronaldo phenomenon. Ooh. Fish for the win. Cliver. 
So hang on, Marcus and Fisher. Was that the whole? Was it all of us out? <clears throat> yeah. Oh. Yeah. It. Sorry, sorry. Right. So Marcus and Vish. Mm-hmm. One of you is going to get this, and one of you is going to take the win, and one of you oh, is yeah. going to be, become lineal champion, steal Jim Campbell's crown. Marcus Speller, what you got? Oh, uh, <laughs> kind of put me on the spot there, Andy. I mean, that is really the point of this game. <laughs> what do I have? When you repeat the question, that makes me want to press this button. It's Torres. Thomas Muller. Yeah, I wasn't confident with that. He's top scoring everything else. Giovanni Elbert. Oh, I like that shout. I like it too. It's not right. Can I come back in? <laughs> we might, we might need your help. You know what? We're going to have to go to the tiebreaker. I'm going to give you the rest of the answers first. That was though. from us, wasn't Jesus, it? Alessandro yeah. Del Piero, oh. Dwight York, Fernando Morientes, George Weah, Yari Litmanen, Kaká, Milinko Pantic of Atletico, Mario Jardel, yes, oh. the cuddly goal machine, Neymar, Rivaldo Romario, Ronald Koeman. I and thought of those three. Ronald Koeman? Oh, my goodness. Winton Rufa. Good old Winton. Oh, yes. The New Zealander That's who right, played yes, for um, Werder Bremen, didn't Oh, he? no way. Right, okay. <laughs> um, it's a South African. This is our, our tiebreaker. I wonder, with Jim out, and much as I'd like to let you back in, Jim, the competition mm-hmm. um, rules don't allow it. That's uh, the the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the tiebreaker is going to be strictly between Vish and Marcus. Right. It's, it's like a sudden death penalty shootout. I don't it know is. if this is the first time this has ever happened. Vish is going to start. Oh. Players that played in Eric Cantona's Nike secret tournament cage football advert in 2002. <sighs> Cantona does not count as an answer, by so he, the way. So he is, is, is he the one on top of the cage shouting down to them? Yes. Right. 24 players. Yes, because these were there were different adverts in different countries, right? Yeah. So. Uh, Rude Van Nistelrooy. Very good. Francesco Totti. Paul Scholes. I'll bugger off. He knows them. <sighs> I know one. Can you tell it not, to no, me? No, I can't. It's Why not? <laughs> not big. Um... Ronaldo. Very good. Thierry Henry. Edgar Davids. You're one of them pool hustlers. (laughs) I like it. Uh, Dennis Berkham. What? No, Berkham. This for the win. Oh, no. What we got? What we got? It's Torres! My thumb is getting so sore. Patrick Carver, has that already been said? Yeah, that's right. The headline has been written. No! It's wrong! Oh, wow. You're back in. Oh, for fuck's sake. Can someone just win this, please? Um, Sulky Hyun. <laughs> that's very good. Um... Nakata. I mean, it's, it's such a good answer. I'm going to press this already. Nakata. Yeah, I just basically thought to myself, this is excellent. If, what markets are they going for? <laughs> oh, man. Frank de Boer. For the win. Rivaldo. Jesus. Right, I'm going to bring you back in for one last time. Please, can one of you win it? Right. 
Um, don't get anyone get a second win this time, okay? It's Torres. Patrick Vieira. Very good. Well played. It's Torres to give Chelsea a place in the Fabian Barthes. <laughs> if you say Lionel Messi, I'm going to tip this Claudio Lopez, Denilson, who of course played in Joaquin Testimonial also, the other day. Also, who only played in Nike adverts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Fabio Cannavaro, uh, Freddie Jungberg, Gaze Comendieta, and Crespo, Javier Saviola, Lillian Turam, Luis Enrique, Luis Figo, Rio Ferdinand, Bobby Figo. Carlos, Ronald Jr., Sylvan Viltord, and Thomas Rosicki. Thomas Rosicki. Nice to hear his mm. name. Nice yeah. to hear his name. Well, well done, Vish. Cheers. Well done. Hand over the keys now. <laughs> no, you don't get that. I own the weekend. No, they are in. <laughs> Give me the fucking keys now. By the way, um, I... I this, this, Stop this, stalling, give me the keys. This, Is that a second mention for the usual suspect? <laughs> <laughs> um, you do know who, uh, who who knocks around Miami a bit now, obviously Lionel Messi. Don't do this. So no, because I won, I get to choose the... Wait, uh, Mr. Bull. <laughs> Old Pitt. <laughs> Push him in the yeah. harbour, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> to Mr. and Mrs. Bull, a son, Pitt. <laughs> Pitt the younger. <laughs> Pitt the sexier. Um, there we are, everybody. The keys are in the lock. The weekend is officially open. Vish is going to lead you all out to his favourite Pitbull track, um, which uh, you can maybe tweet out later. How about that? That's something for everybody to look forward to. Uh, I like the... No, just tweet it. I, Don't I know tell you us want now. me, what someone? Just tweet it. Just tweet it. That's what you're going to do it's later. Fine. In among all your cricket crap. Okay, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to... You can't to... say that. The ashes are coming up. You can't say that. That's rude. Okay. We, need, we need all the support we can get. <laughs> Don't turn this round. Proud Englishman sells our English cricket no. team on Eve of Ashes. Thank you very much Email showatfootballramble.com if you like the ashes. Football preview show sponsored by Betfair, part of the ACAS Creator Network. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube and Instagram at Football Ramble. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Back the Ashes bid. Go on, England. Uh, we don't need... I think uh, we are hosting it, Marcus. I think that's decided now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another bid to win it, Andy. Right. Okay, <laughs> thank you very much, Andy Brassel. Thanks. <laughs> thank you for two cents, Raja. Come on, Ben Stokes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jim Campbell. See you later. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody. Go on, England. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.